You're listening to Rowan Radio On Demand. Download more podcasts at rowanradio.com. The following program does not represent the views or opinions of the staff or administration of Rowan University or Rowan Radio. 89.7 WGLS-FM. Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM proudly presents The Rowan Report, a weekly news magazine that recaps local, national, and international news that affects you. And now, the Rowan Radio News Team. Good morning and welcome to the Rowan Report on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. Filling in for Allie Bruce, I'm Derek Jones with the Rowan Radio News Team. Some of this week's headlines include the President of France slapped in the face and a man struck and killed by lightning at a local golf course. Here is your national news recap for the week of June 6th. Multiple websites around the world faced outages on Tuesday. Everything from Reddit and CNN to the New York Times and the UK government website experienced problems. According to the Financial Times, a glitch at Fastly, a content delivery network, is the culprit. An Amber Alert went out for a Texas coastal Ben toddler last Wednesday. Corpus Christi police say Zaylee Zamora was abducted Tuesday afternoon by Christian Garcia. Garcia is also accused of kidnapping the girl's mother, Jezebel Zamora, who he used to date. It's not known if he's the father of Zaylee. She's a Hispanic one-year-old with black hair, brown eyes, with her right ear pierced, and a bruise on her right index finger. Jezebel Zamora is an 18-year-old Hispanic woman, 4'11", 97 pounds, with brown hair and brown eyes. She also has tattoos on her left shoulder, left thigh, and right forearm. Garcia is a 24-year-old Hispanic man, 5'7", 160 pounds, with brown eyes and black hair. He was last seen in a black mask and white hoodie. It's believed they're in a white 2007 Cadillac Escalade with Texas plates 4SJKC. The search is on for two suspects after shots were fired at Joint Base San Antonio Lackland. A base spokesperson said the suspects were standing outside the gate on Valley High near Loop 410 when shots rang out Wednesday afternoon. They then fled the scene. Trainees were in the area, but it's unknown if anyone was hit. Lackland is on lockdown and all gates are closed. San Antonio police are helping in the search for the suspects. Arizona's governor is issuing declarations of emergency as two big wildfires rage in the state. The Telegraph Fire, burning 65 miles east of Phoenix in the town of Superior, is now the ninth largest wildfire in state history, covering more than 76,000 acres and is 18% contained. Meantime, the Mescal Fire is 23% contained as it's burned nearly 67,000 acres on the San Carlos Apache Reservation southeast of Globe. More than 900 firefighters are working to contain the fires that have forced many people to evacuate their homes. Governor Doug Ducey said Arizona will spare no expense and do what needs to be done to protect the people and property in these communities. General Mills Cereals is marking 100 years of Wheaties with a run of boxes called their Century Box Series. 
Sarah Bartlett has the details. Each box of cereal in the line will feature an iconic sports figure from the last 100 years. First up is a box featuring boxing legend Muhammad Ali. Wheaties says they decided to feature Ali on the first box in the series because of his core principles of confidence, conviction, dedication, giving, spirituality, and respect. Sarah Bartlett, NBC News Radio. California is plunging deeper into drought. The U.S. drought monitor map shows a third of the state in exceptional drought, the most severe level. That's up from 26% last week. 100% of the state has been in some level of drought for the past two weeks, compared to less than half a year ago. Most of the Bay Area is in the driest category, along with several southeastern and central valley counties. A growing number of jurisdictions are either asking residents to conserve or making it mandatory. Just days before the fifth anniversary of the mass shooting, the Pulse nightclub memorial in Orlando is a step closer to getting special status. Sarah Bartlett has the story. The U.S. Senate has voted to make the site a national memorial. The measure now moves to the president's desk. It was June 12, 2016, when a gunman opened fire at the nightclub, killing 49 people and injuring 53 others. Supporters of the measure say the recognition means so much to the LGBTQ plus community. Sarah Bartlett, NBC News Radio. A man accused of shooting a six-year-old boy in Ypsilanti Township last weekend is being released on bond. The release caused the Washtenaw County Prosecutor's Office to file an emergency motion to revoke the bond for Ryan Lagayan. The incident happened Sunday afternoon and was believed to have been the result of a dispute between neighbors. Lagayan allegedly fired a shot through a window as a six-year-old and other children were on his porch. He is charged with assault with intent to murder. A new law signed by Governor Reynolds this week requires Lowens to get help when they see someone in immediate danger. People could face at least a misdemeanor charge if they do not call police or emergency personnel when they reasonably believe an emergency is happening. The law was written after 15-year-old Noah Herring drowned last year at Corralville Lake in Johnson County. Three other teens and an adult witnessed the drowning but never called 911. The nation's unemployment lines keep getting shorter. The Labor Department reports 376,000 Americans filed first-time claims for jobless benefits last week, 9,000 fewer than the previous week's revised total of 385,000. It's the lowest level of claims since March of last year, but it is a bit higher than analysts were expecting. Hi, I'm Joel Vasquez, and I'm giving you the latest news in the world of politics. President Biden and British Prime Minister Boris Johnson signed a revised Atlantic Charter, updating an agreement that was first signed in 1941. The revised charter cites shared values involving a robust defense of democracy, collective security, and sustainable global trade. It includes modern challenges like global climate change, cybersecurity, and pandemics. Biden and Johnson also aim to reopen travel between the UK and America as soon as possible. The number of illegal immigrant children housed at Border Patrol facilities has drastically decreased as kids are rapidly being moved to shelters and families. Zhu Yun Chang with Health and Human Services told Congress a total of four emergency intake shelters have been shuttered and more closures are coming. The process of vetting sponsor families has been streamlined, but she says background checks are still being done. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says the U.S. military must always be ready. Testifying in a Senate budget hearing, Austin identified China as a key area of ongoing concern at the Pentagon. Joint Chiefs Chairman Mark Milley said China is boosting military operations at a, quote, very serious and sustained pace. 
Austin cited efforts to boost cybersecurity and said the U.S. troop withdrawal from Afghanistan is on track. Austin also addressed sexual assault and harassment in the military. He said, quote, what we're doing is not working and we need to fix it. Nassau County leaders are pitching a new economic recovery plan. County Executive Laura Caron, along with other officials, feel $65 million from the American Rescue Plan should go towards helping small businesses, revitalizing Main Street, and rebuilding the county's infrastructure. They say it would also support workforce development, senior citizens, veterans, and youth programs. In addition, a new online portal is being set up at nassacountyny.gov to serve as a one-stop shop for financial assistance questions. Mayor de Blasio is trying to educate New Yorkers on the new ranked choice voting system being used in the upcoming primary. The mayor invites New Yorkers to vote on their favorite pizza toppings at the city's website using ranked choice voting so they can familiarize themselves with it. The method allows voters to rank five candidates of their choice on the ballot in order of preference. If the top candidate of someone's ballot gets eliminated, the voter's second choice then gets counted. California is appealing a judge's ruling that the state's assault weapons ban is unconstitutional. Attorney General Rob Bonta announced in San Francisco Thursday he is asking the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit to put on hold a recent ruling by the district court. Bonta said that comparing firearms to Swiss Army knives has, quote, no basis in law or fact. California's ban on assault weapons has been on the books for three decades. That's all for political news. I'm Joel Vasquez. Victoria Baker with your international news. A dog is being reunited with its owner after getting lost in the icy fields of northern Russia. According to Russian state media, sailors rescued the pup Akia on their way to the oil terminal in the Gulf of Ob. The captain said the fluffy white dog made its way across jagged ice and approached the team with a wagging tail. The Samoyed, which is native to northern Russia and Siberia, had reportedly been wandering around through the Arctic ice for over a week before she was rescued. Although that breed is known for their survival abilities, the owner said the dog likely wouldn't have survived if the crew hadn't brought her on board. Two men are under arrest after one of them is accused of slapping French President Emmanuel Macron. Video of the incident is circulating on social media. Macron was visiting southern East France and walked up to a barrier lined with spectators to shake hands. A man shouted down with Macronism, then slapped him before being overcome by police and other spectators. France is beginning to reopen its economy after pandemic-related closures. Prince Harry and Duchess Meghan are revealing more about how they named their baby girl Lilibet. The royal couple confirms that they consulted with the Queen Elizabeth before using the childhood nickname. They said that she was supportive despite a British news report claiming she didn't know. This is the Queen's first great-grandchild to be born a U.S. citizen. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex moved to California last summer with their first child, Archie. The baby will be called Lily and is now eighth in line to the throne after her brother and father. Israel is banning the sale of furs to the fashion industry. Israel's Environmental Protection Ministry signed an amendment Wednesday banning the sale of fur and said the amendment will make the Israel fashion market more environmentally friendly and kinder to animals. The ban goes into effect in six months. The move was praised by animal rights group PETA, which tweeted that Israel is the first country in the world to ban the sale of fur. That was your international news. I'm Victoria Baker. Now it's time for local news with me, Sam Whalen. A New Jersey man is under arrest for allegedly taking part in the riots at the U.S. Capitol. 
Prosecutors say 26-year-old Sean Price of Rockaway is a member of the Proud Boys and was one of the hundreds that stormed the Capitol in January. Price now faces a number of charges. So far, at least 465 arrests have been made. Several mass COVID-19 vaccination sites in Lancaster, Dolphin, Adams, and Franklin counties are closing within the next two months. Officials say traffic at these sites has gone down dramatically, as many Pennsylvanians remain hesitant to get the vaccine. They added that the closing of the mass vaccination sites does not mean that the pandemic is over, as the state has yet to reach herd immunity. About 56% of adults in the state are fully vaccinated, and the state is aiming to reach 70% for herd immunity. The Pennsylvania House of Representatives is advancing a bill that would make it illegal for doctors to perform abortions if the reason for the procedure is a Down syndrome diagnosis. State Democrats say House Bill 1500 makes it a crime to think and consider options, and it is an attempt to roll back access to health care in the state. Governor Tom Wolf has previously said that he would block any anti-choice legislation and emphasize that politics do not belong in the doctor's office. The bill will now head to a Senate committee for consideration. Cash is being given out to Marylanders that take the vaccine. Governor Larry Hogan took time to speak with one of the lucky winners of the Vax Cash promotion recently. Air Force veteran Gerard Dupree was just one of the winners of the $40,000 prize. Dupree also was one of the thousands of Marylanders to contract the virus. The special promotion runs through July the 4th. From Noah Cohen and NJ Advanced Media, a person died after apparently being struck by lightning recently at a golf course in Burlington County, officials said. Police and emergency medical services responded to a call around 3.45 p.m. of a male possibly hit by lightning and unresponsive at the Burlington County Country Club in West Hampton, according to a township police lieutenant, Brian Ferguson. The person, identified only as a male, was found near the seventh hole and died at the scene, according to police. Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf is vowing to battle any legislation the legislature may bring that could create barriers to voting. Wolf says the 2020 election was fair and secure, and some Republicans are wasting taxpayer money to spread lies and disinformation. He added that the election turned out to elect a lot of people he personally wasn't happy with, but that didn't mean that he had the right to go and start spreading lies about the election. This comes after several Republican lawmakers visited Arizona recently to see the Republican-led election audit and hinted at doing something similar in Pennsylvania. From Jeremy Schneider at NJ Advanced Media, Six Flags Great Adventure's Jersey Devil Coaster will open to the public soon, the park announced recently, and will set numerous records in the process. The coaster, which will be the world's tallest, fastest, and longest single-rail roller coaster, is red and features a devil's head at the front of each 12-person train. It is named for the fictional Jersey Devil, which legends say live in the Pinelands. The Jersey Devil coaster features 3,000 feet of single-rail track and reaches speeds of up to 58 miles per hour. It will boost a 130-foot lift hill, an 87-degree first drop, and three inversions, what park officials describe as a 180-degree stall, a raven dive, and a zero-gravity roll. The coaster was announced in 2019 and set to open in 2020, but the COVID-19 crisis slowed down construction. Six Flag members and season pass holders will be able to preview the ride before the grand opening. I'm Sam Whalen, and that was your local news. I'm Lloyd Wilson. This is your own news for Thursday, June 10th, 2021. At approximately 10.45 a.m. on Tuesday, June 8th, the Gloucester County 911 call center notified Rowan University that it had received a call indicating that multiple bombs had been placed at several locations on and around the university's campuses. 
In an abundance of caution, the University Department of Public Safety, in consultation with the Office of the President, ordered an immediate evacuation of all facilities on its Glassboro, Camden, and Stratford campuses. At 1.50 p.m., Rowling University's police completed an inspection of buildings and declared all campuses now safe for return to normal operations. Rowling University thanks the Gloucester County Office of Emergency Management and the Glassboro Police Department for the help in the ongoing investigation. If anyone has any information about the threat, please contact the Gloucester County Prosecutor's Office at 856-881-1500. Anonymous tips can be provided by texting PD and your tip to 847-411. That does it for the first half of the Rowan Report, wrapping up national, political, international, and local news. We're going to take a quick break, and up next, we're going to have your weekly sports, business, and entertainment news. Stay tuned right here on Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM. Welcome back to the Rowan Report. Filling in for Allie Bruce, I'm Derek Jones, along with the Rowan Radio News Team. I'm Nick Earnshaw, your news around the sports world. The NBA started the second round of the playoffs with only eight teams remaining. During the continuation of the playoffs, the NBA has also handed out regular season awards that includes Most Valuable Player and Defensive Player of the Year. The MVP went to Denver Nuggets star center Nikola Jokic. During the regular season, Jokic averaged 26.4 points, 10.8 rebounds, and 8.3 assists per game. Philadelphia 76er center Joel Embiid finished second in the voting overall. As for the Defensive Player of the Year, Utah Jazz Center Rudy Gobert won the award for the third time in his career, as he also won it during the 2018 and 2019 campaigns. New York Knicks head coach Tom Thibodeau was named the NBA's Coach of the Year, and forward Julius Randle, also of the New York Knicks, was named the NBA's Most Improved Player. Utah's Jordan Clarkson won the Sixth Man of the Year award. Switching gears to the NFL, one of the top receivers in the league is on the move. Former Atlanta Falcons star wide receiver Julio Jones has been traded to the Tennessee Titans. According to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, the Titans will receive Jones as well as a 2023 six-round pick. The Falcons will get a 2022 second-round pick as well as a 2023 fourth-round pick. Jones will be paired alongside 2020 Pro Bowl receiver A.J. Brown in Tennessee. The Division I Women's College World Series has a champion. The Oklahoma Sooners beat Florida State 5-1 on Thursday to capture their fifth title in school history. Moving along and looking at the Rowan Profs baseball team, they fell to SUNY Cortland in the Division III College World Series to end their season. The Profs lost both College World Series games in Iowa after winning the regional title. And that was your sports news with me, Nick Earnshaw, right here on Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM. Hello, I am Megan Steckler with your Rowan Report business update. GameStop is adding a pair of former Amazon executives to its roster this summer. The company announced Amazon's Australian business leader, Matt Furlong, will be the new CEO, and Mike Ricapero will be the CFO, after 17 years with the e-commerce giant. Furlong will join GameStop this month and Recapero in July. But shares of the video game company fell after the announcement. GameStop also revealed it could sell up to 5 million new shares contributing to the slide. California's transition to all-electric vehicles is running up against affordability issues. 
Last year, Governor Newsom signed an executive order banning the sale of petroleum-based vehicles by 2035. The state and federal governments already offered tax credits and cash incentives to make electric vehicles more attractive to buyers. But even with those programs, many low- and middle-income earners say that they can't afford the high prices of electric vehicles. However, auto industry analysts note the cost of batteries will drop by 2025, making EVs cheaper than gas-powered vehicles. President Biden is urging senators to contribute efforts towards a bipartisan plan to fix the nation's infrastructure after his talks with Republicans broke down. Biden ended his negotiations with the GOP after their latest offer fell short of his expectations. The White House says the president spoke with a group of moderate senators and pushed them to develop a bipartisan infrastructure plan. Biden initially sought over $2 trillion in infrastructure spending, but through the negotiations, he said he'd accept something closer to $1 trillion. Some Amazon Echo devices are now sharing their internet connection with neighbors, unless customers specifically opted out. It started Tuesday as part of the company's shared low-bandwidth network called Amazon Sidewalk, which already launched on some Ring devices in 2020. The goal is to extend the range of devices, helping them stay better connected to the internet. Amazon promises privacy protections on how data is collected and used and will be adhered to. The feature can be disabled from within the Alexa app. A survey shows 62% of Manhattan's roughly 1 million office workers will be back at the workplace by the end of September. However, the Partnership for New York City poll found that 71% of employees will adopt a hybrid schedule. Most will require employees to be in the office three days a week, and about a quarter of employers say that the staff will have to return full-time. As of late May, just 12% of employees were back in the office. Pfizer and Biotech said that they have agreed to supply the U.S. government with 500 million doses of coronavirus vaccine to donate to poor countries. The drug companies say that they will provide 200 million doses this year and 300 million next year, which the U.S. will distribute to 92 low-income countries and the African Union. The doses will be produced at Pfizer's U.S. companies and provided at a nonprofit price. President Biden is expected to offer up more details on the plan at the G7 meeting in England. And I'm Megan Steckler, and that was your business news report. And now it's time for your weekly entertainment recap with me, Brandon Searles. There are no roses left for longtime Bachelor host Chris Harrison. Multiple reports say Harrison is officially leaving the reality TV show after he received backlash for his comments about a contestant's alleged racist past. He set back for what was thought to be temporary leave for the show amid the fallout of his support for Rachel Kirkconnell, but the move has since become permanent. TMZ says he will get a massive payout to move on from the franchise after 19 years. Tasha Adams, Caitlin Bristow, and David Spade are stepping in as hosts for The Bachelorette and the upcoming season of Bachelor in Paradise. X-One Direction member Liam Payne is now single. While speaking on the Diary of a CEO podcast, the former One Direction member announced he is no longer engaged to model Maya Henry. The two had been engaged since August of 2020 after being first linked in September of 2019. Payne said currently he is disappointed in himself for continuing to hurt people. He explained he has not been very good at relationships, and he said he is going to work on himself before he tries to date again. Actress Ellie Kemper is denouncing white supremacy after a photo resurfaced of her winning a 1999 pageant that was allegedly rooted in racism. On Instagram, the office actress said the organization that hosted the Veiled Profit Ball had an unquestionably racist, sexist, and elitist past. She explained her ignorance on the matter is not an excuse and noted she should have educated herself before getting involved. 
Kemper, who also starred in Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, apologized for the people she hurt and promised to continue to educate herself moving forward. Kid Rock is in hot water after fans recorded him saying homophobic slurs over the weekend. While performing at a bar in Tennessee, he became seemingly unhappy that fans were recording. That's when he said the slurs and told them to record his crotch if they wanted something to post. It's unclear why, but security at the bar was also telling fans to keep their phones away. Five Seconds of Summer's frontman is getting married. Luke Hemmings took to Instagram to announce he proposed to his longtime girlfriend, Sierra Deaton. He said he asked her to marry him earlier this year, but they waited to announce it until now. Deaton took to Instagram to say it has been fun keeping it a secret for so long, but she's excited for forever. The two started dating back in 2018. Tyler Perry is partnering with Netflix for the 12th film in the Medea franchise. Perry announced the news on social media in his signature Medea voice. This comes after Perry retired Maybelle Medea Simmons in 2020 with the sold-out Medea's Farewell Tour. Perry says joy and laughter have been missing during the pandemic, and he knows Medea will bring that back with the new film being shot at Tyler Perry Studios in Atlanta with plans for a 2022 debut on Netflix. Kanye West has been seen with supermodel Irina Shayk while on vacation in France for the rapper's 44th birthday. West has recently been divorced by Kim Kardashian, and it seems he is moving on with Bradley Cooper's ex, who has modeled for Kanye's fashion company, Ye, in the past. I'm Brandon Searles, and this has been your weekly entertainment recap here on Rowan Radio. And that wraps up this week's edition of the Rowan Report here on Rowan Radio 89.7 WGLS-FM. For the Rowan Radio News Team, I'm Derek Jones. Have a great day. You've been listening to The Rowan Report, a weekly news magazine that recaps local, national, and international news that affects you. Be sure to join us every Saturday morning at 9.30 for another edition of The Rowan Report, exclusively here on Rowan Radio, 89.7 WGLS-FM.